life struggles, happy moments, bad times, and unforgettable memories. Join us as we talk about our lives and share a laugh or two with us as we bring you along on our crazy journey called life. Welcome, Welcome to Two Wives, One, One World. Hey listeners, welcome back for another episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Wives, One World, where we are in the holiday spirit here in um, Kentucky and Pennsylvania. Um, we are excited. Well, I, don't know, I know I'm excited for Christmas season. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Um, I'm not fully done buying Christmas gifts for like everyone yet, but I, I have a majority of my Christmas decorating done. Um, I've baked lots of cookies and I've been drinking hot chocolate and watching Charlie Brown Christmas from the pack <gasps> you bought me last year. Yes. So uh, I say so far it's been pretty successful. I'm excited. That's awesome. <laughs> I really want, I need to watch Charlie Brown Christmas this weekend. Yes. It's on my list. Uh, I freaking love it. The greatest thing about the Charlie Brown movies or, like, I don't even know if it would be a movie or if it's, like, an episode. I think it's a movie. But they're, like, not super long, but they're just long enough. So, like, when you watch those movies, it's, like, oh, great, I love this movie. And it's, like, not one of those super long movies, but it's long enough to just really get you in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, we're preparing here and um, we're excited. Nikki, how the heck is life going? It's going. I'm, you know, the, I thought... It was a struggle making it to Thanksgiving break, but these few weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas have been so rough. Like, we went back to school last Tuesday, and so we had Tuesday through Friday to work with, and I was like, okay, you know, I made it through. It'll be fine. This week's a full week, and I am struggling. Yeah. Um, The kids are struggling. They don't want to be there. They're ready for Christmas. So in my classroom, I like to try to make it festive. So like I put on like, you know how people put the Yule log on? Yeah. I have like this Christmas coffee shop. So it's literally like, it's like a coffee shop and there's like huge windows with like snow falling and there's a Christmas tree in the corner. It's, it's really cute. So I put that up on my board and my room's all decorated in Christmas stuff. And I play Christmas music, like, all day long in my room. And then on Fridays, I try to watch a Christmas movie with the kids. So I love that. You know that's, like, getting the kids so excited for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's it's been a struggle, but, like, I'm trying to get through it with, like, the holly jolly feelings still. <laughs> Like what I shared on Facebook, I want to be holly jolly, not stressy, depressy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, what about you, Cass? How have things been? Oh, crazy. That's all. That if I had to wrap up the last week of my life with one word, I would I would use the word crazy. Yeah. Um, I woke up yesterday and the seasonal depression was hard. Ooh. Like I truly questioned a lot in my life yesterday morning um I just did not want to get up and what made it even worse was the cat was laying in bed with me and it was like stormy and it was like perfect sleeping like conditions Uh. it was thundering you could hear the rain it was warm the cat was in there with me Ryan was in the bed with me it was like I did not want to get up so I just this week has just been awful like just 
Not where it should be, but that's okay. I think there's going to be better weeks coming up, but just right now, this week has just been obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. So. I feel that 100%. <laughs> just, you know, it's... We're, I think we're all just ready for Christmas at this point. Mm-hmm. On the bright side, though, at least I got my Christmas tree up. Yeah, I love decorating the Christmas tree. It's one of my favorite things to do during Christmas. Um, the cat is about to pounce on something. Oh, yep, he just pounced on the tree. That's, <laughs> That's all right. There's things underneath the tree that he just loves to chase, I guess. But yes, Christmas tree, the number one, in my opinion, number one decoration for Christmas time. Oh, um, 100%. I don't know that I could fully be in the Christmas spirit without the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. I will come home and sit in the dark with just the glow of the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, my gosh, what is that? That's how I get the cat away from the Christmas tree. Because he tries to bite on the lights, like the actual glass light. So all I have to do is go like this with this Nerf gun. And he, like, zooms into the other room. I've, oh like, my gosh. ever shot it. Sorry. Guys. If you are a podcast listener and are not watching the video, Cass just freaking pulls out this huge ass Nerf gun (laughs) and cocks it back. (laughs) It literally came out of nowhere. Sorry, guys. So anyways, that's how you keep your Christmas tree safe if you have a cat. Oh my god, I love that. That was the best. That was the best part of tonight, hands down. Um. Anyways, so we've had um kind of like well at least I've had a crappy week. Um, and I feel like everybody kind of needs that little bit of a um, mental health checkup. And I guess before we get too into too far into what we're gonna talk about tonight, I guess let's go ahead. Why don't we do what's in your cup? What's in your cup? What's in your cup? I always like sing it directly into the mic. Um, <laughs> but Nikki, what do you have for us? I, that looks freaking delicious. I just have my good old. So, sad story, guys. My old Starbucks tumbler, I dropped it and it cracked. So, and I went to, yeah, Target. I went to Target to get a new one and they don't have the Vente cups anymore. So I got really sad and really depressed about it. And my wonderful husband paid $24 to buy me a new one on Amazon. Aww. So. The real Christmas hero. <laughs> Thank um, you, Justin. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, I got to be honest with you guys. That's so funny. I'm using a grande sized Starbucks tumbler and you just don't get enough room. You don't. You don't. You need that venti, especially when you're doing... I'm sorry, go ahead. What are you having? Are you having iced coffee? Oh, yeah, it's just iced coffee. Uh, especially when you're having iced coffee, because, first of all, you have the ice in there, and that takes up room. So, when you have one of these bad boys, and it's filled with ice, the amount of product that you're going to be drinking is, like, zero to none. Yeah, I I don't know how you make your iced coffee, but I feel like if I have ice in there, like, I have a hard time mixing everything together. Mm-hmm. So, I always start with... Like, I put my caramel in first, and then my coffee, and then my creamer, and then my milk, and then I stir it, and then I put ice, and then, like, the whipped cream on top. Oh, that sounds so good. So, because I feel like I can't, like, stir everything up with the ice in there. Yeah, and it's, like, 
I don't know. It makes a mess for me. Yeah. I just really need, I really want one of those like little ice, like nugget makers. Like my mother-in-law has one of the opal ice nugget makers. And the thing is so dang cool. Like I freaking love that thing. But um, yeah, so guys, I am also using a Starbucks tumbler tonight. It's so pretty. Thank you. Little flowers and hearts on there. I am also having a nice coffee, but tonight I'm going black coffee. Whoa. I'm going with the black coffee. Tonight. Do you like it? No. <laughs> but I'm out of creamer. <laughs> no. So, dad, this is a shout out to you. My dad, ever since like I was a kid, has drank like the black coffee. No sugar, no cream, nothing. And the only way I can stomach black coffee is when it's iced i cannot drink hot hot black coffee ugh. it ugh, it ugh, it's just awful um but yeah that's what we're going to be sipping on tonight guys so you know the drill grab your drink um you know grab your orange juice your adult beverage your water your whatever the heck you want to drink along whatever you're drinking whatever you're drinking enjoy it have a good time eggnog that's a good holiday drink um Speaking of but, Oh, and she's in her holiday spirit, too. Um, for our listeners that can't see, she has a, a beautiful um, bandana on here. Which she's got Mickey Mouse with a little hot chocolate, it looks like. And it's so cute. Little snowflakes. Look how adorable. She's being so good. I think Joy's just going to take over for me for the rest of the podcast. Okay, Joy, I need to know your opinion on one thing. A pup <laughs> cup from Starbucks. Oh, Joy, pup cup. What do you think? Whipped cream? Oh, <laughs> Do you love whipped cream? Yes. She said what? Do you <laughs> love whipped cream? Okay. Okay. I'll put you down. I'm sorry. She's like, I'm done. I'm not getting the whipped cream. Um, but guys, we are going to talk about something a little bit serious tonight. Um, and but while we are doing that, Nikki had the great idea to be doing some Christmas trivia again. So um she's gonna be asking me some things. I'm gonna be asking her some things. But really, we just want to do this episode just because there have been like a couple of situations that have went on in my life personally lately that has just really gotten under my skin. And I feel like it's sad that we have to talk about this. Uh, not really sad. It's a good thing to embrace, but it's sad because a lot of people just don't don't make things easy for um, you know people that have image um, problems. So, um, and that's body positivity we're gonna be talking about tonight. So, um, if you guys are having a bad time, if you're having a you know a rough week, you're kind of feeling gross about yourself, you need that pep talk, you need that motivation. We are here. We're your girls. We got you covered. Absolutely, and. You know, I almost feel like I should put a trigger warning here, but, like, I don't know. So, a a trigger warning, if you get upset by, like, talking about plus size, um, fat phobia, overweight, kind of stuff like that, um, maybe this isn't the podcast for you, but we have tons of other podcasts if you want to head over and listen to those. Um, But we are going to be talking about body positivity tonight and, like, body inclusivity. Yeah, inclusivity. Um, because like Cass said, like, it's, it's amazing how different people treat you whenever you are not plus size or even like, I feel like midsize, which if you don't know what midsize is, it's like between plus size and like regular sizing. So like you're in the XL to like 2XL size range or you're in like a 14, 16 pant size area but yeah I 
this is something near and dear to my heart personally because I have fully engulfed this into my life within the last like three years I would say and it has changed the way I see myself and the way my like it's helped my social anxiety it's helped my um body image issues it's helped my self-esteem like all of that stuff like I still definitely have my days where it is a struggle and I have more days that are struggles than I would like to admit but you know all that matters is that you keep moving forward and you don't let them bring you down and keep you there beautifully said I mean yeah like I said it's sad that we kind of have to drill this in our brains because we should just be built to love ourselves but unfortunately traumas and things like that that happen in your life can make you feel a certain way about your body and make you resent yourself and you know why don't I look like this what you know why why do I look like this what's going on here why are people treating me different um and I know Nikki you and I both have been through like some pretty crappy things like people have said to us and it's not necessary this is this is my thing I guess before we even get started um and getting real deep down into that subject I just want to say like if if you are not plus size if you have never been through and and this could go for um being you know underweight too you could struggle with being underweight Um, Mm -hmm. if you have never been vulnerable and, and you have never looked at yourself in the mirror and questioned, you know, am I beautiful? Um, and you've never dealt with certain things because of your body. Um, don't ever comment on someone's weight. Like, regardless, even if you have had weight issues, you just don't comment on someone's weight. Like, no. And, and the thing that really makes me mad is when people say, oh, you're pretty for a fat girl. Oh my gosh. That makes me so mad. Why can't I just be pretty? Like, why, why am I pretty for a fat girl? Like, that doesn't even... <sighs> because, so, here's my thing with that, is a lot of people associate being small as being beautiful, which, I'll tell you what, I've met a lot of small people who are not very nice, but I've also met small people that are very nice, like... It's not what's on the outside that's beautiful. It's what's on the inside. And, like, I don't think people get that exactly. And, like, if you are plus size or have some fat on your body, all of a sudden you're not as pretty as you would be if you were skinny. Like, that's that's not true. Yep. Um, Yeah. It's just, like, people, I just don't think think things through especially since they've never been through the emotions of Mm -hmm. like going out in public and thinking oh my gosh everybody's looking at me like I shouldn't be wearing this outfit like everybody's probably thinking I'm large I'm ginormous probably thinking you know put down the fork like when you're out to eat like just feeling that like awful feeling and that's the core of why we're here tonight because we want to let you know that you are beautiful. It does not matter what the scale is. It does not matter what jean size you wear. It doesn't matter how long your hair is, how short your hair is, what color your eyes are, if your hair is wavy, curly, straight, if you don't have hair, if you wear, you know, if you shave your head, if you, you know, 
no matter what hairstyle, body size, eye color, skin color, all of that doesn't matter. Like, you're a beautiful person because you're you. Absolutely. And Joy agrees with you. Yeah, um, she's like, she's like, preach, sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I 100% agree. As Like, growing up as somebody who has never been uh, the skinny girl or, like, I was never... I don't know. Like, I always felt like I was an outsider. Even from, like, elementary school, I remember feeling like I was never good enough to hang out with the popular girls. I was never, um, I could never wear, like, this, these clothes or this, these clothes because of the way my body was or I didn't have the attitude to pull it off or whatever. Like, I specifically remember not wearing certain skirts or dresses because I felt like my body was not the right size to wear those. And I mean, yes, you should dress in a way that you feel comfortable in, but at the same time, like you shouldn't limit yourself to certain clothing because of your body. Like you can rock whatever you want to rock. And that's the wonderful thing about today. Like, people are starting to understand that more. Like they are making plus size clothing in different styles. Like I just found this really cute slip dress that I might buy for Christmas. Ooh. And I've never wore a slip dress before because I personally, I don't like my stomach and I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't like my stomach. I've never liked my stomach. It's always been my biggest like insecurity so the fact that that's a dress that kind of like hugs your your stomach is a big deal for me. Like, am I going to wear spandex under it? Probably. But eventually someday I want to be like, okay, I don't need to wear Spanx under my dress. Um, but yeah, I really love the fact that more stores are coming out with size inclusivity. Is it inclusivity? In- inclusion? Inclusivity. Inclusivity. They're adding more sizes to their stores. Yeah, um, amazing. Because I don't know, I, I don't know, Cass, if you've ever walked into a store, and even if you're like an extra large, the extra larges are always the first ones to go yep. in the store. Yes. And that is because majority of women wear extra large to like, it's like anywhere from large to like. A 2X, I think, is the majority of women, like the size of women. So, like, of course, those are the sizes that are going to go first. And you'd be surprised with, like, how, I don't know. Like, there's always smalls, mediums, extra smalls left over. There's always smalls. There's always smalls left. Yeah. So mad. So, so mad. And... I just want to shout out Old Navy for a second. Yes. Because Cass and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Old Navy is, they don't even have a plus size section, guys. They just put the plus size clothing in with all of the other clothes. Like, you don't have to, and I'm going to talk about a store that is no longer open, the Deb Shop. Do you remember the Deb Shop? Yes. When we were kids? I hated going over to the plus size section. Hated it. Because they had the regular size section and they had the plus size section. 
And I always felt um, less than because I had to go over to the plus size section. Like, I always felt like the girls on the other side were making fun of me. Yep. And that's the same way with Maurice's. Yeah. Maurice's is the same way. And, yeah, especially as, like, a teenager and stuff, it was always, like, quote-unquote embarrassing for me to go over to the plus size section just because, you know, I don't know. It always felt like, you know, those girls probably weren't making fun of me, but it felt that way. And there were always – there was never the same style stuff. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, most of the plus size stuff that, like, these stores that carry regular and plus sizes, usually the plus sizes are not as – usually – they're not as cute. Yeah. And it's just like, well, so what does that mean? Just because I'm a little bit bigger than the average woman that I don't get to wear the cuter clothes? Like, what? But here's the thing. You're not bigger than the average woman because the average woman size is in the plus size section normally. That is fair. <laughs> and that, that's the crazy thing. Like, I just don't understand people's thought process on that. Like, why... Do we think fat is not beautiful or fat is not the is not the common thing? Like it is. Everybody has fat on their body and fat should not be a bad word. Like I'm fat. I have fat on my body. Like the skinniest person I know has fat on their body because we need fat to survive. Yeah. So why are we using that in a negative way? way like a derogatory remark yeah like you're fat like okay so are you oh we all have fat on us you know i i can't remember what show it was but somebody had called somebody else fat and she said yeah i'm fat i can change that but you can't change an awful attitude and for some reason ever since i was little that is a quote that has stuck with me Mm -hmm. like yeah, I might be overweight, but, like, you're a rude person. Like, I can change my weight. It's going to take a lot of inner thinking and inner healing to, you know, fix that poor attitude. Right. People are the worst. I just want to say right now, like, if you are listening to this and, like, you are, like, making fun of the topics that we're talking about, or if you're a person that will listen to this and be our supporters, but yet, like, you go and talk about people behind their back because of their size and tell people they're ugly because they're fat, you might as well, like, just get out. Like, just show yourself out. Like, you are the worst type. Like, I, I can't stand people that really just thrive on making other people feel like a piece of trash. Like, I just... I feel that. Um, And if you guys, there's this thing I follow on Instagram and it's the hashtag lose hate, not wait. And it has been my favorite um, thing I follow on Instagram because it always posts things that are very body positive. Like this person said, you will, when I finally, you will quotations, when I finally lose weight, I'm going to end of quotations yourself to death if you don't make the decision to actually call a truce with your body and exist in where you are you'll waste your whole life and diet culture will let you so I love stuff like that because I don't know about you Cass but I grew up with like my mom dieted my dad dieted my aunts and uncles dieted like dieting was just a thing that you they always did 
And I remember growing up being like, oh, dieting sounds so hard. Like, why would I want to limit myself on this or only eat meat and cheese or only eat eggs every day or only eat this or not eat any of this? Like, yes, I agree. You need to limit what you eat, like limit your portion, like portion control. But you don't have to cut things out of your life completely unless you have an allergy, like a gluten allergy or something like that. But that's completely understandable. But portion control and dieting are completely different. Yes. And diet, the diet industry is such a corrupt thing. It's toxic. I I don't tell people this story very often because, like, I'm not proud of myself for it. But um, in college, there was this dieting uh, company. It was called It Works. And it was a bunch of pills that you took every day and you had to drink this greens drink. It was disgusting. And I spent hundreds of dollars on it. Hundreds. And I was in college. Wow. Like, they knew who to target. Oh, yeah. And I remember hating myself for, like, doing that to my body. And I didn't lose any weight. Like, I literally lost nothing. Oh, my gosh. And I spent hundreds of dollars for nothing. It works. I feel like I've heard of that on Instagram. It works. Or yeah, like- you probably have because people, like, sell it constantly. And I have had – and this is this is what – Nothing can make me more angry than when people friend me on Instagram just to pitch dieting plans to me. Yep. Like, hey, girl, your profile is amazing. You're so beautiful. Do you want to try this dieting plan? Like, no. Go F off. I want to say the real word, but I held myself back. Go F off and please leave me alone. Like, when I want to change my body, I will decide to do that on my own preach really it's disgusting like and like you said they know their target audience Mm -hmm. they know who they know who they want to get and who's vulnerable enough yeah I I remember that I remember the bee pollen pills you remember the bee pollen I took those too I remember those bee pollen pills um I'm trying to think of what else you know there's the keto diet which in 10 days I was on the keto diet I did lose seven pounds but when I tell you it was disgusting like I was eating bacon every single day like big amounts of bacon and cheese and eggs and meat and ground meat and like uh, like yeah I did the weight did start coming off but like I was starting to think about it and I'm like this is not good like a diet that like you're not allowed to eat a banana because there's too many carbs in a banana or you're not allowed to eat an apple because there's too many carbs like the whole keto diet is you have to stay like if you're doing like true keto it's Mm -hmm. 20 grams of carbs in under a day 20 you can look at a a, like a can of soup and there's going to be like 40 some grams of carbs in a cup of soup like it was awful like I did the weight come off fast yeah but I was like this cannot be healthy me eating this much fat and like no carbs and like bacon grease like there this can't be healthy no and I feel like with the keto diet like that's a lifestyle change oh 100% like you have to stay on that forever basically like I've heard of a lot of people doing it going into like ketosis or whatever it's called and then you get off of it for like a week and you gain all the weight back see that's crazy 
understand. It is crazy. I want to read a couple more of these to you. Oh, yes, yes. So another one says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but really liking to eat is not something to feel self-conscious about. Ooh, okay. Um, we as a society need to abandon this idea that weight loss is universally good and that weight gain is universally bad. That's another good one. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's a Christmas-themed one. Did you know the average person gains less than a single pound during the holiday season? So if you begin to feel pressure to lose the holiday weight this year, remember that that this is a manufactured problem used by the diet industry to generate panic and therefore increase profit in the new year. Hmm. That's crazy. I know people make it seem like you're going to gain 10, 15 pounds during the holidays. And like, that's not the case. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So this one is like my favorite. I actually, I'm going to screenshot this and put this up on our Instagram page. It's a red stop sign. It says stop. Stop glamorizing your high school body, your body in old photos, your pre-pandemic body, your deep and dieting body. Start start accepting and appreciating your today body. Aww. Like, that gives me chills reading that. I freaking love that. Because, like, yeah. I will catch myself looking at pictures of me from, like, prom 2012. Mm-hmm. And, oh, sorry, guys. And I was just like, man, I wish I was that skinny. And, like, sometimes I get afraid to, like, share those pictures of me from prom because I know people are going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, there was a girl I used to work with at FYE. I swear. I swear. There was a girl that I worked with at FYE. And um, she was looking at pictures of me from prom. And she said to me, she said, I had to do a double take there. I said, there's no way that could have been you that skinny. Oh, my gosh. And ever since she said that to me, I haven't shared any of my prom photos from that year. Who is she to comment on your body? Yep. Like, that is the rudest thing I've ever heard. Like, that is not okay. Yeah, it was just like, okay, and you're perfect? Like, and and you're a perfect human to be judging me? Like. Nobody has any right to comment on anybody's body, period. Like, it is not your concern. Yep. And, oh, I don't get angry about a lot of topics, but this one just, like, fires me up. And I'm sure this person probably doesn't even realize that she said that. Like, she probably doesn't even remember that. But, like, I remember the exact day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's stuff that sticks with you. I want to swear so bad when I keep, like, holding it back. (laughs) That is what sticks with you. And it's always going to stick with you. Like, you're always going to think of stuff like that. And that person probably forgot about it in 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you who it was when we get off here. I can only, I think I probably know who it is. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, guys. Before I get more fired up, because I can feel it coming. um, Do you want to, do you want to do some Christmas trivia? Yeah, let's do some Christmas trivia. Let's lighten up the mood a little bit. And then we'll talk about like some positive things that we can do to love ourselves. 100%. 100%. I think that's a great <laughs> great way to go into that. All right. Are you, do you want me to ask you first? Sure, go ahead. All right. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Milk punch? Eggnog? Yep. Okay. You got one. Yeah, finally. Guys, check out our 
podcast from last week. I did awful with the trivia. All right, Nikki, this one's for you. Okay. It is. Um, okay. In the song Frosty the Snowman, what made Frosty come to life? A magic hat. Correct. It says an old silk hat. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> well, there must have been some magic in that old silk hat. Yeah. They found for when they placed it on his head, we got to dance around. Hey. Anyway, um, <laughs> what did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? Play in the reindeer games. Yep, join in any reindeer, reindeer games. games. Okay. Here is one. What is the most recorded Christmas song of all time? The most recorded one. Oh. What is the one that's like Christmas? The snow's coming down. Christmas. What is that one song? What is that song called? Is it just called Christmas? Um, it is Silent Night. Really? Yeah, I was shocked. I would not have got that. I'm shocked on that one. Oh, this one, this is one of my favorite Christmas movies. How many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? There's ghost of of Christmas past, ghost of Christmas present, ghost of Christmas future. Three? There's four. Uh, What's the fourth one? Do you know? Jacob Marley in the beginning. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so, like, I am actually listening to Charles Dickens' um, Christmas Carol on Spotify. Like, you can oh. listen to somebody read it. So, that's, I'm currently doing that right now. Please. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here's another one. All right. What is the name? Oh, I don't, I think you definitely know this one. But I'm going to ask you it anyway. What's the name of the main villain in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Oogie Boogie. Yeah, good one. That's not a Christmas movie. I know, that is definitely a Halloween movie. (laughs) So Justin and I were watching The 25 Days of Christmas on uh, Freeform the other day. And we were just, like, doing chores around the house and we had it on. And The Nightmare Before Christmas came on and Justin's like, turn it, that's a Halloween movie. And I was like... (laughs) We do not watch Nightmare Before Christmas on like in during Halloween time in this house. Justin felt some type of way about that. <laughs> he did. All right. The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real life department store. What is it? I know on Macy's. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um What gift? Okay. That one's kind of hard. That, yeah, that one's really hard. Okay, so this is going to be some Christmas story questions for you. Oh, I love the Christmas story. Yeah, we talked about this last time. All right. What was the name of Ralphie's younger brother? Randy. Yeah, Randy, yes. <laughs> Show mommy how the piggies eat. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, Elvis isn't going to have any have a white Christmas. He's going to have a what? Blue Christmas? Yeah. Blue. blue. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Oh. 
Ralphie gets in trouble when he repeats a swear word he claims to have heard from his friend Schwartz. However, he actually heard the word from someone else. Who was it? His dad. It was his dad. There you go. There you go. Oh, fudge. But it wasn't fudge. It was not fudge. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. This is this is a trick one. Okay. Uh, what do people traditionally put on a Christmas tree? Oh, what do people traditionally put on top of a Christmas tree? Sorry. An angel? Yes, I would have said a star. I almost said a star. I almost did. But then I was like, okay, wait, no. I was like, it used to be angels. I have a snowflake on the top of my tree. I have a Mario star on the top of ours. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Do you know yeah. they have a Death Star? Like a Death Star star for the Christmas tree? Yes, and it's freaking awesome, but it's very expensive. <laughs> it is very expensive. Very, very expensive. Um. Okay, so up next, we have elf questions. Yes! Which I'm not good at elf. I love elf. Okay. Which city does Buddy have to travel to to find his dad? I literally just watched this movie. Is it? It's not L.A. Is it San Diego? No. It's New York. New York, New York City. Dang it. Why did I think it was San Diego? <laughs> um, okay. What do you think? Should we do more Christmas? Should we get back into it? Let's do two more Christmas questions. Okay. Um... In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described with three words. What are they? Glad you asked. Stink. Stink. Stunk. Good job. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what is the name of Buddy's love interest? Jovi. There you go. Good job. Dang, Nikki, you're killing these questions. <laughs> I love her. Like, her character is my favorite. <laughs> like, I love when she's in the shower singing Baby It's Cold Outside. And he's, like, sitting on the sink, like, singing the other parts. My, that's my favorite part of that movie. Um, I'm trying to find. Oh, okay. How well do you know the Polar Express? Not very well, but I'll try. I've seen it a couple times. Hold on. I'll give you a different one then. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, no, that's the same one. Same question you asked me. Which Christmas song contains the lyric, everyone dancing merrily in a new old-fashioned way? Everyone dancing merrily in a new here comes Santa Claus. No. <laughs> I'm dancing merrily in the old-fashioned way. What is that song here? No. What is it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're going to kick yourself when I tell you. I'm dancing merrily in the old-fashioned Rocking around the Christmas tree? 
There it is. <laughs> Finally. That was a struggle. I don't well, know why. In a room. Freaking here comes Santa Claus in a new old-fashioned way. Oh, actually, another word. Okay. What is the name of Buddy's half-brother? Oh, my goodness. What is his name? His brother. I'll give you a hint. It starts with an M. Michael. Yes. Good job. Thanks. I wanted to say Kevin, but I knew it wasn't Kevin. Kevin, you have Kevin Jonas on your mind. I do actually have Kevin McAllister on my mind. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Kevin Jonas is better, though. Jonas, all day, every day, baby. All right, wait. Did I a- I'll ask you one more. It's okay. Fine. I'll ask you one more, too. Um. Oh, in the song Winter Wonderland, what do we call the snowman? Oh. In the song Winter Wonderland? Yeah. Walking in the Winter Wonderland. Bangles ring, are you listening? The late snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a Winter Wonderland. In the matter we can He is Carson Brown. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Carson Brown? It's Parson Brown. Parson Brown! (laughs) Carson Brown. I don't know who that is. Okay. (laughs) Guys, when I tell you, I'm just not good with lyrics sometimes. I love it, though. Okay, here's one for you. Okay. What are the four main food groups for elves? Syrup. Candy canes, sugar. Oh, what's the last one? Syrup, candy canes, sugar, and it's another candy, isn't it? Candy, candy. I can see him doing it. Candy corn. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. All I can picture is him making that spaghetti. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Mm. Where he, like, smashes up the Pop-Tarts on top of the spaghetti. I'm like, please stay psych right now. You're not going to eat that, bro. He does. He does. He eats it. I love it. He eats it. Joy is snoring so loud. Oh my god. Ryan has a video and I'll have to send it to you. Ryan has a video of me sleeping and snoring and the cat is also snoring at the same time. I have a video like that of Justin and Joy. It's hilarious. <laughs> Alright guys, so I guess we should get back to the, the serious topic. Yes. yes. Um, take a little break because I was getting a little too triggered there for a second. A little too triggered. So Cass, whenever... What is a way that whenever you are feeling not the greatest about yourself, how do you pick yourself back up? Well, 
Um, if I'm not feeling very good about myself, honestly, I will kind of like just remind myself like I'm on this earth for more than just being beautiful to everybody else's standards. And I just have to remember that my body is my temple and it's really got me through a lot of things like yeah. it really has. So I just try to remember to tell myself that you are your own type of beautiful and you know, you I really just try to like not be down on myself, even though it happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, just kind of take a step back and remember, like, I'm here for more than just the pleasure of other people looking at me. Like, I'm not here for you to look at me and think, oh, she looks good or oh, she looks bad. Like, yeah. How about you? What do you do? Um, you know, I... I'm really bad at remembering to do this, but I try to do like words of affirmation. Ooh. So like I'll get up in the morning if like I'm having a day where I really just don't want to go to work. or I really just don't want to do something. I'll look myself in the face in the mirror and be like, today's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. And even if I don't believe it, I look at it myself again and I say it over and over and over again until I start to believe it. I love that. Um, So I, I've been trying to do that. Uh, when I'm starting to get down on my body, though, I try to wear things that make me feel good about myself. Um, and I try to, like, I don't want to say, like, do my makeup and everything. But, yeah, like, I'll put more time and effort into my appearance that day because I know, like, I'm not feeling the greatest on the inside. So I want to make myself feel better on the outside. Um, like, I would say on days like that just take time for yourself like whether it's 10 minutes of meditation or 15 a 15 minute face mask or just getting a shower <laughs> like yeah seriously that's a big one anything to just make yourself feel better I feel like is such is gonna help you because I feel like pe what people don't understand is losing when you are ready to lose weight you can't just be physically ready like, you have to be mentally ready because, excuse me, once you get to that point of, okay, I want to work out not just, not to lose weight, but to make myself healthier, that's when you're going to stick to your plan. Because, yeah. guys, I can say over and over again, I'm not working out to lose weight. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, once I finish a workout, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I lost this much weight or I wonder if this will take away the cheeseburger I ate at lunch or so like I went to Zumba a couple weeks ago or yeah it was last week I went to Zumba last week and I felt really good about myself and I came home and my husband was like do you want to eat peanut butter toast in the back of my mind I was like no because then you're going to lose all of that work you just put into losing weight. But then I was like, that's not what I went there for. Like, I went there to have a good time and to make myself feel better. So, Aww. yeah, I ate the peanut butter toast because I deserved it. Oh, I love that. I love the idea of working out to become healthy, like to be healthier. Maybe that's like, because this is my problem. I don't know if you guys and girls out there. Whenever I want to lose weight, it's strictly just so I lose weight. It's not mm -hmm. because I want to be healthier. And I feel like that's why I struggle a lot because I'm 
I don't know. I just, the main reason I do it most of the time is just so I can be smaller. And I feel like maybe if I switch my mentality, like maybe I will go to the gym more. Maybe I will be excited to go to the gym because I know I'm going to be benefiting my body. Yeah. So. And it is, it's a, it's, it's a learning curve. Like I need to start getting into that mindset again because I was doing that whenever we were quarantined. Like I was getting up in the morning, I was putting my workout clothes on, I was doing a workout just to feel better about myself. Sorry, I thought Justin just like fell off his chair. Oh no. He didn't. Um but yeah, and it does. Like I do feel better when I work out when I move. But it's just getting up the energy to do it because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's Especially- really hard. Especially when, like, you work or if you have kids or if you're depressed. Like, there's so many factors that go into not going to the gym. It's not just because you're lazy, quote-unquote lazy. There's so many different things that are coming into factor when it goes to this stuff. So, And you don't have to go to the gym either. Like, you can do home workouts. Like, Justin and I have done yoga. Um, I've, I do dance workouts a lot because that's just what I enjoy doing. Don't work out. Don't do a certain workout that you hate doing because you're not going to want to do it. Mm, yep, exactly. Um, that's why I do dance workouts and yoga because I enjoy stretching. I love like I I feel good when I'm good at something. So like I'm good at yoga because I did 17 years of dance classes and <laughs> I'm pretty flexible. So that's why I like yoga because I'm pretty good at it. And I like doing dance workouts because, again, I danced for 17 years and I'm good at it. Like I can keep up with the steps. I can keep up with the rhythm of the music. Where if you're somebody just starting out with learning stuff like that, like you might not like dance workouts because it is hard. They're hard. They're not easy. Well, I remember that girl that you gave me her YouTube her mm-hmm. name and it seems like she has a lot of fun workouts like it seems like yeah. they're like hard but also fun like I feel like you're having a good time when you do those absolutely I love that yeah guys just like just remember that like it's not all about the looks it's about feeling you know healthy and loving yourself and understanding that you are put on this earth for a reason and you're beautiful and you know just dig deep and try to find the ways that will help you feel good about the way you look or what you eat. And um, there's actually an Instagram page that I follow. Nikki, I don't know if you follow them or not. You might. Let me see. Um, It is. Let me see. Okay. Well, I can't find it on here now. Um. Let me see. There are a lot of good Instagram pages up th- out there for you guys, like, that are struggling. Um, I follow a lot of body positive people. Sierra Schultz is actually who got me really into being body positive. I watch her YouTube videos. I follow her on Instagram. Um, she's very, very inspirational. Um, she ends every video she does with the saying, be confident and kind to your body. And, like, I love that. I really do love that. I We we do. I think we all just need to love our bodies, and I know it's hard. It's, I, a, I it's hard whenever everyone's telling you you should hate your body. Yep. 
Um, I remember growing up, like, I had a lot of, not a lot of people, but I had people tell me, like, you, you're so pretty. Imagine if you lost 10 pounds. Imagine if you could fit into a size 10. Imagine if blah, blah, blah. And I remember, like, trying on clothes and hearing, um, I really just don't want to see you gain any more weight. And that's hard to hear. Like, it, I feel like my brain, I went the opposite way. Like, instead of wanting to lose weight from hearing that, I was like, you don't want to see me gain any more weight? Watch me. You know, like. Yeah, because, I mean, that's not going to make you want to lose weight hearing that. Right. I don't understand why people think that. I don't know either. And I understand, like, health benefits-wise, but I will say this. You do not have to be skinny to be healthy. Um, once you, I'm sure, like, there is a point where, yes, once your doctor tells you you need to lose some weight for your blood pressure, for your heart, for your lungs, for whatever, that's when you focus on losing weight. You don't focus on losing weight before you hear that. Like, as long as you are healthy, you can get up in the morning, you can walk around, you can you can jog without dying, I guess. I mean, like, I die when I jog, but that's... A throw back to 2013 gym class. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but I mean, like, if somebody's chasing you and you can run, you're probably healthy enough. <laughs> Definitely. I'm right there with you. I agree. I just... I found that Instagram. Um, This is for anybody out there that wants to follow them. It's the underscore society, but society is spelt with an E-A-T-Y. So it's the underscore S-O-C-I-E-A-T-Y. And this, uh, it says on here, it's a non-diet community, food freedom for mental and physical health. And it says podcast resources and community. So there's a lot of stuff on here. Like, Right here, let me see. Like right here, I'll read this to you guys. This says, things you don't need to do. Only use half of a banana. Count the almonds. Log your food in an app. Stop eating after 8 o'clock p.m. Chug water before a meal and step on the scale and weigh yourself. Those are all things you do not need to do to live your life. And it's like, it's just a whole bunch of, and like this one on here, this is one of my favorite ones. This is, hey, hey, you, yes, you, you still need to eat, even if your pants feel tight, you're feeling depressed and sad, you're having a big meal later, nothing sounds super delicious, you didn't work out today, or you had a carb-heavy meal earlier. You still need to eat, even though all of those things happened. I love that. That's awesome. Awesome. I love following this page, because a lot of times we get on Instagram, we'll follow, like, diet culture pages or keto meals and stuff like that but in reality like there are also pages on there that are encouraging you to still eat even if you're having one of those bad days Mm. so that's very resourceful for any of you out there that would like to follow them um again it's the society um they're on there i spelled it out a little bit earlier but i'll do it again the underscore s-o-c-e-i or s-o-c-i-e-t-y so I give thank you I do too I think it's really cool I I don't think and here's a trigger warning for eating disorders um 
I don't think people understand like there there's more eating disorders than just anorexia and bulimia um there's also like an eating disorder with binge eating Mm -hmm. like it's crazy because like I'm almost 100% sure that in high school and college I definitely had a binge eating disorder because I would something would give me anxiety or like I had depression going on and I would just binge eat Mm -hmm. to get over it and I find myself um and this is how I know I had a disorder I would find myself waiting until everyone everybody went to bed to binge eat and I would hide it afterwards and that's how I knew I had a problem um and there are days where I still do that like I will get home before Justin gets home and I will eat cookies or something and I know he's not going to judge me for it but I still hide it like why there's no reason to and it feels it feels so weird to talk about and like I'm kind of getting a little emotional because like I never have talked about that before but it's true like that's a that's an eating disorder it is and I know it is and it's it's hard it's hard to talk about it really is because like you said I feel like people only really focus on the anorexia and bulimia binge eating doesn't get talked about very much and emotional eating doesn't get talked about very much um and I mean those are you know just things that are hard to talk about Mm-hmm. And things that it almost feels like it's not, I don't know, it almost feels like it doesn't have as bad of, I don't want to say it's not as important, but there's not as much awareness out there right. for binge eating and emotional eating that it is just makes people that do binge eat and emotional eat feel like even worse right. about it. Right. And if you are somebody that does that, um, just know that I see you. I understand how you feel. Um, if you feel like you want to reach out to me, do that. I will always talk to you. Um, there are people to reach out to. I don't really know who, cause I've never personally looked into it because I feel like if I address it, like it's real and it is real, but I a hundred percent would lead you towards like therapy. Cause therapy is so beneficial for so many people. Like it's not bad to be in therapy guys. Like I look up to people that are in therapy it's amazing and it's amazing that you do like people do that I would love to get into therapy like that is one of my goals for 2022 so yeah well it's very brave of you to talk about that so thank you for sharing that with us because it could help someone down the road yeah absolutely if they hear this and think oh I can relate to that you know maybe that's someone I can talk to so that's very brave of you to talk about on here Nikki Thanks. It's great. It's hard to talk about. Stuff like this is hard. These are the conversations that we need to be having, though. Like, the the world in general needs to be having. Those hard conversations that just remind everyone out there that even though your struggles might not be the same as the next person, your struggles are valid. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like for my single gals out there and for maybe our younger viewers, viewers, listeners, whatever, um... I don't know about you, Cass, but when I was younger, before I had, like, boyfriends and stuff, I used to think, oh, a boy won't like me if I'm overweight or a boy's not going to like me if I eat 
a cheeseburger instead of a salad. And I hate salads. <laughs> I hate salads. I just can't bring myself to order a salad when I go out somewhere nice to eat. Right? I can't bring myself to do it. I can't go to Texas Roadhouse and order a salad. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure we are both here to tell you, you are more than your pants size, your shirt size, your weight on the scale. Um, somebody out there is going to love you for you, for the way you look, for the way you are as a person. Um, you don't have to change your body to get a guy, to get a girl, to get um, whoever, whoever you want to love. Friends. I, oh my gosh. Yes. Friendship is a huge one. Because I used to feel like nobody wanted to be my friend because of my weight. I'm not going to lie. That affected me in high school a lot. Yep. That's an awful feeling. And sometimes like friends can be worse than like love interests with their weight. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I had a friend like that. Um, and just know that the people that are in your life that love you are not going to love you because of your size. They're going to love you for you. Yes, 100%. So don't lose weight for a boy or a significant other or for friends because family. it's not worth it. You are beautiful the way you are. So the I, this is one of my favorite quotes. The most beautiful thing about you is your confidence. Aww. So be confident and be yourself. And that is when people are going, people that will love you for you are going to stick around. Yes. Yes, especially, and, like, I'm glad you brought that up for, like, our younger listeners or, like, our single listeners. Like, I think that's really important because it's just, I feel like it's so swept under the rug that they need to hear this somehow. So we hope that we can have an impact on you and let you guys know that you're not alone if you're struggling through this stuff. And don't stay with somebody because you feel like nobody else is going to love you either. Yes, Because I feel like that is such a big thing. Like a plus size girl will get into or a guy will get into a relationship and will be like, well, nobody else is going to want me because of my size. That is not true. 100%. Don't settle because I felt that way. And I, I was in relationships that probably were not the best for me. And then I found my husband and he loves me no matter what. He treats me like a freaking princess. Like he's everything I've ever wanted. And I didn't settle. And here I am married. And you too, Cass. Like, Oh yeah. I went from a toxic relationship because I didn't think I could find someone else to love me. Yeah. And we did. We both did. And And you can too. Whoever's listening, you can too. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, like I'm gonna cry. This is such an emotional episode. Holy crap. It really is. It's it's because it's things that people have a hard time talking about. Yeah. You know, so like I said, if we can just touch one person, one person struggling with their body, one person struggling with those relationships, one person just needing that the words to be said to them to make them feel better. I hope this can be it. I hope we can be an outlet. I hope we can help whoever, man, woman, you know, anyone. Mm-hmm. I was going to say dog, but 
I don't think dogs can understand the podcast, guys. So, but whoever you are on this world, just know that you're beautiful and you're loved and don't let your body define you. And don't let people body shame you. Yes. Tell them that your body is none of their, I'm going to swear, none of their damn concern because it isn't. (sighs) Nikki's popping off tonight. I'm living for it. I have wanted to swear so much this episode. (laughs) And I've really held it back. Like, because this is something I'm so passionate about. And, like, I, if I have a daughter someday, I don't want her to ever question herself based on her body. Based on anything. Because we don't, like, women don't have to, men don't have to question themselves based on their body. Because men go through it, too. Like, they, I mean, like, the perfect man right now, yes, it's, like, women love the dad bod. But do women love the dad bod without big arms? You know what I mean? Like, some guys can't gain the muscle that it takes for that. And that's a struggle. And I'm sure, like, that weighs heavy on some guys. And I'm sure there are guys out there that take too much protein powder just to bulk up and all that stuff. And that's not okay. Like, your body is your body. You don't have to change for somebody else. You just do you. If you like lifting weights, lift weights. If you like doing ballet, do ballet. Yeah, play video games, do whatever makes you happy. Like, don't take up hobbies because you think it's going to make you swole. You know what I mean? Like, unless you want to be swole, you know? I mean, the main thing is, guys, do what makes you happy. Be, you know, be and surround yourself with people that love you for who you are. Agreed. Oh, Cass. Okay. Well, you know what? We have been on here for probably about an hour and 15 minutes talking about this. Dang! And honestly, we could probably go for another hour and 15, but... I mean, yes. Definitely. It's something we're very passionate about. And like I said, if you ever feel the need to reach out, you can reach out to us on our personal Instagram account, Facebook account, whatever. Um, If you don't know our personal ones... Look us up, Two Wives, One World. You can email us at twiveswoneworld.gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram, DM us on Twitter, uh, message us on Facebook, anything. If you just need to talk, shoot us a message. We yeah. are open ears always. Yep, we're here. And if you'd maybe want to come on the podcast, yeah, let us know. And that goes for anybody. If you know, We'd love to bring more guests on here. So, you know, it'd be cool to get you guys interacting and um, – continue growing the podcast and you know like she said you can find us instagram twitter facebook uh am i missing youtube one? youtube i always forget about youtube for some reason <laughs> uh, basically all uh podcast platforms two wives one world um this has been a great episode i feel really good like i feel like we really just got what we needed to say out there and i'm really happy with the way it turned out absolutely and I'm not gonna lie like I am a little like nervous about putting this out there just because like I've never talked about my eating disorder before and it's just it's something that I felt like I needed to say because I feel like it's not talked about enough for people I agree and like I said I'm very proud of you and that was brave of you and I'm sure everyone you know 
is going to say the same thing, like just how brave you are to be able to talk about that and get that awareness out there. And you're a strong woman. Thanks. <laughs> well, I don't feel it right now, but I'm sure I will eventually. Heck yes. And I have made leaps and bounds since then. Like I said, it still creeps up every now and again, but I have, like I've grown a lot and I'm very proud of that. So yeah. And you, everyone out there struggling with it, you will grow too. It's, you don't have valleys without hills, so. This is such an inspirational episode tonight, guys. This is emotional. It is. Um. So, guys, Cass, you have a rant of the day? I almost forgot about the rant of the day. I do have a rant of the day. I do have a rant of the day. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say this without calling this person out. Oh. Okay, my rant of the day is don't make little sly comments that might not seem wrong to you, but they are wrong to other people. Like, for example, if you're buying somebody something and you say to them, well, these run really small, so I didn't get that for you. I got you this because it runs big. That's in like, what world is that okay? Like, in what world do you think I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> gee willikers, thanks. Like, yeah. Why didn't you just say, here's here, I got this for you. Why would you have to say, well, I was going to get you this, but it runs small. So I ended up getting you this. Like, yeah. that's my rant of the day. Just don't be a. Hmm. <laughs> that's a backhanded compliment right there. It really is. It's like, oh, I wanted to do something really nice for you by getting you this, but here's this because I think you're too fat to wear the other thing. Yeah. If you like, were that's skinny, rude. If I got you this, but if you were skinny, I would have got you this. <laughs> what? Oh what? Like, okay. Uh, how, about, how about next year you don't get me anything? Anyway. Um <laughs> how about next year the gift to me is you being out of my life. Yeah, seriously. Cut yourself out, my guy. But, uh, <laughs> anyways. Oh. That's my rant of the day. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. I agree. 100%. I don't really know if I have a rant today. I feel like this whole podcast was a rant for me. Um, <laughs> we went off. We really did. I, I don't know. My rant is that I feel like schools should have a break from Thanksgiving all the way up until New Year, <laughs> because <laughs> these next three weeks are going to be H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> I just don't want to go. I know, girl. I'm right there with you. Um, for those of you um, watching, thank you for watching. And for those of you listening, don't forget to check out our YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Hit that notification bell. It'll let you know when we upload. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's the first time we've said that. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, it's been wonderful. And with that being said, I'm Nikki. And I'm Cass. And you know what you're listening to. Two eyes. Two eyes. One world. One world. Talk to you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>